All right, I got it. Welcome into the triple play. <laughs> you got, you got Welcome into the triple play fantasy football show. Let's roll. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome into another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, a proud member of Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. Week seven in the books. Week eight, we are preparing for you. We're ready for you. Back with a couple of the normal guys here with Doc and Johnny Foosball. Fellas, how are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, don't delay because you got to introduce our guest, David. I, I do. I do. I mean, always got to save the best for last, of course. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, you guys see the guy, the guest on the screen. Without further, further ado, we welcome in a man that whether he wore double threes or double zeros, he was always swaggy. This 14 year NBA vet is an NBA champion, looks fly in a suit and speaks that sweet fantasy football language. Welcome back to the show, our guy, Brendan Haywood. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Hope, hope uh, it's not too loud in here, man. I'm in the car with the fam, and uh, got, got, my, got my baby girl in the background crying a little bit. Hey, it's all good, man. It's all good. We're just pumped to have you back on the show. But before we do anything, Brendan, I owe you a big apology, and I'm going to own it. I'm going to take my L. I remember right before you left us last time, I recommended that you pick up Ronald Jones. And uh, that <laughs> maybe you didn't remember that, and I shouldn't have said it. But uh, that that was that's a big L that Doc and I will both wear on our chest. But I did look at the Scott Fishbowl standings, and I think you're in the top like 800 or so. Have, did you check this morning? Yeah, I, but like, is that is that even good? <laughs> so I mean, there's three thousand something people in it. So I mean, you're in the top third, uh, right. and you need 13 wins to get in. Oh, I think. That for sure. Oh, right, right. How many you got right now? Say what? How many wins you got? Uh, I want. I just won the other day. Are you talking about the the total the total wins? Yeah, I think it's because you get one win if you win your head to head, and then one win if you get over the median score. But you know what? I can just check that for you because uh, I think they have it on the standings here. So if I remember correctly here. Brendan Haywood, NBA TV. You are in 861st place, and you have nine wins already. So he, has, that he, is, has, okay. he has nine wins already. We may have lost him. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, Brendan's got nine wins. He'll be back on here. That's one of the things that's fun about live broadcasting here. Uh, but Brendan's got nine uh, wins, and almost everything are doing decently well. Brendan's back. Yeah, yeah. So I got I got nine wins, but I got that boost coming in because now ATN got the job to himself. So I got ATN and Saquon. So I'm about to go on a roll. You got ETN and Saquon? Oh yeah, I bet I bet I bet big. Stop <laughs> it. Oh, I went with my quarterbacks early. And uh I was like, man, listen, let me get Herbert's not paying off for me like I thought. But I was like, 
in the Superflex League, and they got all types of crazy rules for efficiency. I was like, let me get my quarterbacks early, um, and then I get some. I get my running backs along the way, and I just picked up some great value. I love it. ETN, I think, is primed for a big second half of the season. We were going to maybe talk about a couple of them. Season highs in snap percentage, eighty over an 80% snap percentage. Also a season high in, uh, I believe, in yardage on the ground. Tied a season high in carries and also tied a season high in red zone, uh, red zone attempts as well. So he looks really good in the second half here. The fact that you have him and Saquon, man. Uh, how are your receivers looking in Scott Fishbowl? Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking high because I got um, I got upside. I got Mike Evans. I got Alave, um, Brandon Cooks. So I'm not the strong. I, my receivers are just okay, but Alave is coming on strong, so I like that. Yeah, Alave obviously been the number one target for the Saints here, uh, and there's plenty of room for you to climb the standings. As I think, um, did you have any injuries hit you over this last week? I know my, myself included. I lost Brees Hall. Uh, I lost, obviously people lost Javante Williams earlier on this season. Did you lose anybody in, in any of your big leagues? Oh man. In my, in my number one home league, I lost, oh, I lost Brees Hall. That killed me. So I lost Brees Hall and Joku and Mike Williams. So it, it was, a, <laughs> I won the game, but it was a somber Sunday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you in first place in that league? No, I'm not. And so I'm fighting my, I'm fighting my way up. It's an uphill battle. And, but you know, I feel strong I'm three and four. You know what I'm saying? I feel strong for where I am with, with ATN and Kamara and some of my other wide receivers like Waddle, AJ Brown coming off by. So I'll be all right. I love how you just lost three starters, but you have like all these people in reserve ready. And man, oh, you got to be deep in fantasy, man. You got to be deep. <laughs> I love it. So let me ask you, we're at the midway point. There were some guys we talked about before, high on, low on. What were some of your best picks that you you have a ton of them everywhere? And what were some of your worst picks so far? Best picks, obviously, Saquon Barkley. Anywhere I could get him in the second round, I got him. Like getting a number one, number two back in the second round, that's a killer. Um, I'm trying to think what else is not an obvious one. In the first round, a lot of leagues, while I was picking early, I took Justin Jefferson. That's mm -hmm. a great pick. Amon Ross St. Brown, I took him a lot in the in around the fifth round. So he started off early. He's hurt, but I think he's going to pay off dividends. I like what I got on Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, I got ATN in, a, in multiple leagues as well. I just bet on the talent. Somebody mm -hmm. else that I really hit on big. Oh, uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Uh, yes. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, Hurts was, Hurts was one of those guys in the fifth, in about that sixth round that was a must-have for me. So he's Hertz is really paying off big time dividends for me. And I was a huge believer in Alave's talent. I watch a lot of college football. So getting Alave where I did, I think that's gonna pay off well too. Man, you know, I mean go ahead. Brendan, when we when we talked last time, you said I have the first pick in my draft. Do I go JT CMC? I said Justin Jefferson. Who'd you end up picking? Oh my gosh. I so I took I took JT and it didn't work out well, but I was with a flip JT, and that's how I got Brees Hall. So Brees was carrying me, and then it towards yeah. But I, I I don't like anything in Colts land right now, and that's my actual team. But that they we look terrible. Oh, you're a Colts fan? Oh man, Colts fan, diehard Colts fan. We look terrible. one of the guys I, I was really I'd big on all Colts right now. I'd be selling JT. <laughs> like the, I, I would be selling uh, Pittman. 
Like the offense, the ecosystem's bad. It's, we're broken. One of the guys, I think he was my biggest guy I was in on this year was Michael Pittman. And he has the talent. It's there, just the quarterback situation. They can't get him the ball. Uh, do you think that this offense could be any better with Sam Ellinger? Or are you completely thinking he could even be uh, a downgrade from Matt Ryan, which is hard to do at this point? Well, the thing is, um, they're probably going to try to throw the ball less with Ellen. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not sure how that's going to work out. But um, I can't say he'll be an upgrade uh, because I haven't seen much of Sam Ellinger. But right now it's looking really – the biggest thing for the Colts is their line has underachieved. They used to be a big-time running uh, running team, and they, off of that they would play action. Well, if teams don't have to come down to stop your run, um, and then they don't really have anybody that threatens you with the deep speed outside of Pierce, Alec Pierce. So, you know, this offense just doesn't look good, and the line isn't good. And I'm, I think Pittman is a great talent, but I'm not sure how good of a year he's going to have. Wait, That's Brendan, which, uh, which old 30-year-old quarterback did the Colts get next season, hoping that he's the answer? <laughs> Jimmy G? Oh, man, please don't bring Jimmy. <laughs> they get they get young Mac Jones, Eric. They get and, young Mac Jones. Oh, I don't want Mac Jones. No, Mac Jones is too young. He has to be in his late thirties and at the end of his career. That's right. Let's just let's just go ahead and do this the right way and and uh, get one of those young first round picks or at least get one of the quarterback. Get somebody like the quarterback from Tennessee. Uh, get get somebody that get somebody, but just just get somebody with some youth. I like it. That's probably the right way to go at this point with all these kind of failed later and their end of their career guys. I'm going to throw a couple guys at you, Brendan. I want you to tell me if there's somebody you would try to buy low on thinking that they could maybe have a bigger second half here. And uh, let's start. The Ernest Johnson, is he somebody you might take the chance on thinking he might get traded? Uh, what do you think? Would you, would, are you in potentially on him or are you out? No, I'm out on the Ernest Johnson. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Doc, you going to combat that? Well, I'm, I'm out on, obviously, you know, Kareem Hunt's there, Nick Chubb's there. Um, I feel that if they move anybody, it'll probably be Hunt, not Dearness Johnson, and he would mm -hmm. still be there with Nick Chubb. And even Kareem Hunt's production right now is so up and down because you never know what it's going to be. So, no, nah, I don't want Dearness Johnson. So then are you going to try to get Kareem Hunt cheaper before he gets traded, or are you out on him as well? I'm out on I'm out on Kareem Hunt as well. I don't know if he's going to get traded. We don't know if he gets traded to a better situation or not. We don't know what it looks like. Like if he got traded to the Rams, I, I guess like a lot of people would be excited. But how good could he really be behind the worst offensive line in the league? It's just I'm I'm not really I'm not really in on Hunt or Dearness Johnson. What about uh, James Robinson now with the Jets expected to be the lead dog there? Uh, right now, I'm doing people are going to see a little bit of a spike in value, thinking he can get the, the majority of carries. If you have James Robinson, are you going to try to sell him now, or are you holding, thinking that potentially good days could be ahead for him? James Robinson is an obvious sell. You sell him right now, get somebody thinking that he could be the lead lead dog for the Jets. Um, I don't like James Robinson in that offense. Zach Wilson mm -hmm. is slowing everybody down in that offense. Yep. Uh, James Robinson looked incredibly slow off of that Achilles and he wasn't the fastest guy before that anyway and we don't honestly have any positive Achilles stories for running backs mm -hmm. outside of maybe Deontay Foreman and it took him four years to get back so I'm not buying James Robinson I would be selling him to anybody that's running back thirsty running back thirsty I like that 
So let's go to tight end position. What about Mike Gesicki, who's been named cool. and floated around with a ton of trade candidates? I, I read a couple of reports that said he's one of the names that you can guarantee to be traded at the trade deadline. Are you looking to acquire him before he gets traded, or is he a sunken cost at this point? Sunken cost. I look at a guy like Odell Beckham and how he got traded last mm-hmm. year and how long it took him to get up to speed and really start showing um, a positive return. And that was basically the, the playoffs, which don't count for fantasy. I don't think Mike Gusecki better than Odell Beckham, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not uh, buying Mike Gusecki, man. He has to come in wherever he gets traded, learn a whole new playbook, learn, mm-hmm. learn the routes, learn the hot routes. I mean, get the timing down with the quarterback. That's a lot to do in the middle of the season, man. So I'm not, I'm not buying in on Mike Gusecki. Brendan, do you think you could gritty better than him? <laughs> My mama could gritty better than Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that, that gritty, that gritty didn't have any season on it. <laughs> that gritty that washed. I I tried to gritty the other day in my living room. It wasn't didn't turn out too well. How do you even do it? Is it just like you tap your heels and then I, I can't do it. My son can do it, but I can't do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't you don't want to be like Adam Schefter and uh, tear an ACL or whatever he did, or tore his meniscus yeah. when he tried to do that. It was pretty bad. Uh, all right, Brendan, this is top of the dome. Who are some players that are not like the Saquon Barkleys? of the world, but maybe somebody that could be a league winner that you could potentially try to buy high on for the rest of this season. Who, who could be that person that you're looking to just take you over the top in your league? Kenneth Walker. I buy, I'm yes. buy, I, I bought him in one league. I'm buying Walker. Like if I got to overpay, get him in there, cuff him with DJ Dallas. So you own that situation. Seattle's offense is way better than what we thought. I would buy high on Kenneth Walker. I think he is definitely going to be a league winner. Same way uh, Penny was a league winner down the stretch last year. Penny was the RB1 weeks 15 to 17. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying, I buy in, I buy in on him. We already mentioned ATN, but I'd buy in mm-hmm. high on him as well. These are your, these are your league winners. Let me ask you this. Would you rather have Jonathan Taylor or Kenneth Walker rest of season? Kenneth Walker easily. Oh, that's crazy. Easily. That we're even saying that at one point, but I don't disagree with you. <laughs> Jonathan, I mean Jonathan Taylor, he's gonna go down probably as the as probably the worst number one pick in the last decade. It's pretty bad, and it doesn't look like it's getting any better. There, I, I heard today that the Colts have the third best, third worst run blocking offensive line in the NFL. Yeah, I don't, I don't want any part. I don't want any parts of any Colts, and I say this as a Colts fan. I don't want any Colts. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, if, especially someone that's watching it every week, they see the pain that they're that the Colts are kind of doing right now. Uh, it's it's bad. Doc, what about you, Kenneth Walker or JT? JT, but barely. What about you, Johnny? I think I gotta go JT too. At some point, he doesn't need to be what he was even last season, but he has to get at least closer. And maybe they do run the ball, like uh, Brendan said. When um, with the new quarterback and they run the ball a little bit more. Okay, that's fair. Rest of season, give me a range for Josh Jacobs. Is Josh Jacobs a top three, top five, top ten, or outside the top ten for you? Rest of season. What about you, Brendan? I got him. I got him top ten. I don't think he's gonna be top three, but I got him. I got him top ten for sure. Top ten. So I have him in the top five. The only people I have ahead of him, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey are like the definite three I have. What about Eckler? 
and oh, Eckler. So thank you, Eckler. I was the one I was forgetting. So he's number five for me. I can see. I can see it. I, I, I'm just being safe. I took him. I put him at ten. I didn't have him at three, but I just being safe. I put him at ten. But I can agree with five. Oh, I mean, I, I think that's kind of like we're in that five to ten range. I think that's kind of where he's settling in. John, you're the Raiders fan here. I don't I, think any of us saw this coming from him. I'm, what are your thoughts? I'm more pessimistic on him than anybody else, just because I mean, he's quite literally never done this before in his entire career. So it it's a really a, a renaissance here in a contract year, and I'm not sure if he gets a fourth game in this string or a fifth game in this string. Did you say, uh, Doc, I think you put it out on Twitter, he's the first player with three straight 30-point games since Todd Gurley? Three, uh, the first running back, yeah. Three, first running back, three straight 30-point games since Todd Gurley. We also so. love the receiving volume. 20 targets the last four games. It's mm-hmm. crazy for him. What about, where do you have him ranked, Doc? I'm going to say like RB7. Like I... I, this is going to be crazy. I like Aaron Jones better than him rest of the year. Ew, no way. Mm. Oh, mm. That, I'm with you, Brendan. That, I think that's. I don't. I don't know. I, I just have. They they play the Bears once more. Aaron Jones always kills the Bears. I just like Josh Jacobs. I loved him before the season started. I have him in a lot of leagues. Just hasn't stayed healthy, and I just fear that injury bug is going to be coming at some point. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, One. Go ahead, Brendan. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm just uh, not, uh, on Aaron Jones. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you guys this. Then uh, this is what last question I want to ask with the running backs here. If you have AJ Dillon on your team, are you cutting him, or nah. are you hoping that there's something in the? I, I'm at the point where I'm kind of verge on cutting him. Brendan, what are you doing if you have any AJ Dillon? I'm trying to sell him to the Aaron Jones owner. See if that guy wants his handcuff. I'm definitely not cutting him because if they up Aaron Jones's work, um, he hasn't proven that he can stay healthy with. It. So you. Aaron, A.J. Dillon, is, even though he's underperformed, but the Packers line is underperformed as well. The whole team, Aaron Rodgers, the receivers, even though everybody's underperformed, he's one of the few um, handcuffs where if something were to happen, you can plug him in and you can mm-hmm. get level uh, usage. So I'm not give, I'm not putting that on the wire. I'm, I'm trying to trade for maybe something off of uh, the A.J. the Aaron Jones owner's team. I think that's a great way to look at it. We talk about Alexander Madison. We talk about Tony Pollard. Yeah. All these guys that are high in handcuffs. AJ Dillon could be in that category. So don't don't just drop him just to drop him. Try to get some. It's almost a slight to Pollard to put Dillon in the same category. I mean, it, <laughs> it is. It is. You're right. You're right. But uh, just a high end backup kind of. I think he's in that category. Uh, last thing we're gonna do because I don't want to hold. I know Brendan, you got stuff to do. So right. Doc, you got a game that we're gonna play to see who's kind of the the uh top fantasy dog up to this point so go ahead what's your game yeah so it's going to be family feud style i have the categories of quarterback running back and wide receiver so what it's going to be is the top six fantasy performances from each player so so like we'll start with like for example if i said top six tight end performances obviously kelsey's going to be one out of the six so it's six different brendan which category do you want to start with quarterback running back or wide receiver Let's go uh, quarterback. All right, you go first. Give me one of the six quarterbacks that has a top six performance. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is one. Go to you, David. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is two. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is three. Brendan, Uh back to you. Mm. Don't take my guy. Don't take him. Joe Joe Burrow. He's on one of my teams. 41 points. Joe Burrow, yes, sir. Joey B. David, we're back to you. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. That's five. We're going to get six, Tua. No. 
Brendan, we're back to you. This isn't individual game. performances. Uh-huh. He had like that five touchdown game. And it wasn't top six. Mm. I don't know about that, Eric. <laughs> man, quarterback's been so bad. Uh, yeah. Man, you said Lamar Jackson already? Yeah. I think I know it. I think I know who it is. It's, it's got to be somebody completely random then. I, I don't I don't know. I don't have who is it? Uh, I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna guess it's uh, Jared Goff. It is Jared Goff. Yes. Yep. That one game. That one yes. game he had. All right. Yeah. So da- I think mean, David David won that category. You guys want to roll with running back or receiver next, friend? You got a couple more minutes. Yeah, I got like two more minutes. All right. All right. Running, running backs back. or receiver next. You choose. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um, I'll go with running. I'll go with running backs. All right. Running, Brendan. You start. Uh, top six performances by a running back. I will go with Austin Eckler. It's number one. David, to you. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley's number four. John? Is our guy Josh Jacobs on there? Our guy Josh <laughs> Jacobs is on there. Brendan, we're right, back, back to you, Brandon. man. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, the fifth one. We got two left. Is Kenneth Walker after his last game? Kenneth Walker's not on there, David. Johnny, oh. to you. This is PPR scoring, by the way. We've got the third and the sixth answer left. DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift is not on there. Brendan, can you name one out of the last two? King Henry. No. Oh. Wow, we all took that over. We got, wow. we got Leonard Fournette, the game against the Chiefs, and we got Aaron Jones, the game against the Bears. Wow. Okay. Wow. Hey, I, I want to, on that note, Brennan, man, always a pleasure having you on the show. You're our fantasy football basketball crossover. It's always Great. a pleasure having you, man. Uh, thanks so much for the time. All right, man. Thanks, fellas. All right. See you, Brennan. All right. That's going to wrap us up here another week. Here, uh, no betting this week as we just kind of wanted to uh, hang out with our guy, Brendan, and uh, do a little fantasy football talk. Uh, but, guys, how's, how's the rest of your week going? Everything else was good as we get to wrap up here. I don't talk to you. Maryland's bowl eligible. So that's fun. <laughs> that's a good thing. Doc, anything in uh, your world here? No, no. Always, always pleasure chopping it up with Brendan. If you're listening, make sure you tune on to the YouTube channel. We got a lot of, a lot of good stuff going on there. The YouTube channel, the Discord, uh, obviously tons Listen of Listen to David's betting advice. <laughs> the betting has been has been good recently. I will but say you, that. But you don't have to. And if you... That, feel yes. you need any help there's many resources for anyone for a gambling issue <laughs> donnie is donnie's the best to have at the back end for that uh <laughs> gamble responsibly do not put 800 dollars on a greg dorch anytime touchdown <laughs> yeah not certainly not a cj uzoma one david I, I i missed on the cj uzoma one but i just got 100 back with uh my parlay last night so yeah and you didn't tell me that <laughs> uh, i don't think i have to relay all my bets to you doc but uh, yeah, for those that are uh, that do betting, uh, we obviously do betting and fantasy here. As long as you do it responsibly, and again, if do not to, uh, it's not uh, John's. John's the one that has the, the right plug. Sorry, I'm not good at that. <laughs> uh, but next week we'll be back. All four of us should be here. We'll do in a normal show, of course. Our fantasy reactions from the previous week. We'll do hop in some betting and some props, and uh, with your boys, all of us here riding high on some of that stuff. So. I did hear a rumor. Someone told me it's actually supposed to happen later uh, next month that the betting is coming to Maryland. So they have a meeting in November, and then they hope to have everything settled by December. 
And you would think smart companies would just click a button to turn everything on in a specific state, but who knows? But that's the timeline that they've given. Oh, well, there's, there's a meeting now. in November and then a meeting in December. All right. Well, uh, Albert, sorry to get to the comments. Now, Albert was here. NBA rigged, our guy, love NBA rigged, has a question about it. Sorry, I, I totally didn't see that. And uh, Josh Jacobs, Raiders are still relevant, making fans, his fantasy teams look good. All right. For Johnny, for Doc. Oh, wait, we got one more here from Rigged. Astros or Philly? I think is it Philly. one of those situations where your heart says Philly? No, I saw a it? tweet. Somebody predicted the next 10 World Series. They did it two years ago. They got the first two right, and they picked the Phillies in this in this year. So, um, Are you yeah, serious? they did it in like 2019. They said my next, uh, your next uh, 10 World Series champions. Can you send me that tweet? Yeah. <laughs> All right. For Johnny. That person. Yeah. Johnny, for Doc. I'm D Mendy. We're going to make like a bread truck and we're going to haul these buns. Talk to you guys next week.